The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Recipe crust from Domino's. Hmm. My tiger print silk pants. Um, the those pop tarts that don't have frosting on them. Asian people. <laughs> Old car smell. Old Asian people smell. (laughs) (laughs) We are thankful for so much here at My Brother, My Brother, and Me. We just wanted to take a moment to to express the things that we are are thankful for. Now, was was what I just said racist? No, no. You love the celebration. You love the smell of like Pat Morita and all other old Asian people. He's dead. He's dead as fuck, isn't he, Pat? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I he's dead. I would not enjoy that smell. I think. <laughs> I don't like it. This is Thanksgiving week. At my brother, my brother, and me. Just give it thanks. Saying, do you have you taken a moment to say like, this is what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for. That guy on my um, Facebook that only posts pictures that he found, like, that got forwarded to him by his grandpa. And it's like, look at this girl. Can you believe how chubby she is? And she's in a wedding dress. Like, that guy. I'm thankful for him because he makes me feel pretty good about my whole whole deal. Yeah, I- I'm thankful uh, for the people that every time you talk about how much you're looking forward to Thanksgiving, they remind you about, you know, genocide and stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you have people in your life like that? Yes, I do. Well, not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Griffin, what is the what is the Turkey Day uh, procedure like in Texas? Everything's bigger there. Are there like giant? Do you uh, like, you you know how turkeys are descended from raptors? From, from yeah, raptor dinosaurs. That's basically what we're working with down here is uh, raptor sized turkeys. You have to just a. Turkeys line the shelves the size of sumo brand beanbag chairs. You gotta, just, you gotta come at them from the side. These turkeys, because they're so, have a girl. they're so big. They're gobblers. I, they will just swing their gobblers around like flesh maces. It's, it's, yeah, it's, they'll, they'll take you down. Yeah. Is that, uh, is that what those things are called? Gobblers. I think they're called waddles. Waddles, waddle gobble. There's waddle gobblers. gobblers. I made an ascot out of a waddle gobbler once. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. That Tim, nice. Tim Cunn panned it. Uh-huh. Say no. That guy is so yeah. authoritative. <laughs> he looked at me. He looked at me in the eye, and he was like, "Make it jerk." Yeah. And I was like, "You're hurting my feelings," but that wasn't like a good. Burn. You didn't do it. That's like a good didn't burn. Make sense, Tim. <laughs> yeah, Tim. Timothy, are you better drunk, like, Tim? Better I'm like next super time. drunk. Better Justin, like next time, Tim. Favorite Thanksgiving food? Go. Uh, sweet potato casserole. Me too. 
Boom. Right, right there with you, Travis. Hey, everybody. I, is it all right if I, I... I mean... Give us... No, give us the dissenting... We have given the the main and concurring opinions. opinions. Let's it's pumpkin it. roll. Oh, pumpkin oh. roll? Yeah, the dessert. Pumpkin roll. Oh, Let right, me see right. your pumpkin roll. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a pumpkin log, though, isn't it? I always... I prefer no, that sounds roll. unappetizing. Pumpkin roll. Anything now, with log in it always sounds gross. Now this could be I I don't know if this is a a a Baptist thing, a southern thing, uh, what part of our our raising this reflects. If you don't eat uh your your uh, sweet potatoes with uh pecans and brown sugar on top, what are you doing? I what are you doing? If what you if you're allergic to pecans, I yeah, eat it anyway. Suck it oh. up. Suck One it up. One day of the year, you have, you a, have yourself some some pumpkin pie and epinephrine. Like mm-hmm. just chill out. Yeah, I. It's one day a year. Treat yourself. I, if you are putting marshmallows on that, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get what you're doing. Aren't you thankful? That that seems to me like when people tell me that that's like it just seems like and then i put some ice cream cake on top of it and then i covered it in chocolate chip. You're an adult. Eat it with pecans and brown sugar. Yeah, something sweet, but it highlights the nutty foot. This is an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin. Hey, guys, uh, let's get right into the advice. I'm dating a girl right now, and things aren't going so well. Problem is that she thinks things are going fantastic. <laughs> we st- this isn't funny, sorry. We started dating when we were 16, and now that we're 21, I would love to start seeing other people and doing single guy things. I know breaking up with her is going to kill her. But at some point, I have to put my happiness first, right? How can I let her down as easily as possible without ruining our lifelong friendship? Oh, no. No, no, no. So many misconceptions. <laughs> oh. No, this isn't let's, funny. Let's Why do we keep laughing the last at this? Question. I don't know. I, let's answer the last question first. How can you let her down as easily as possible without ruining your lifelong, your long friendship? You can't. You can't. That's Goodbye, friend. Surprise. Goodbye. Fr- you know how people say, like... I didn't want to date him because we were close friends. I didn't want to ruin it. This is what they mean. They mean <laughs> but this. To be fair, to be fair, they have been together for five years. So it's not like, well, this didn't work out. They were together for five years. I mean, yeah, five years five a good years ago. Five, five years of good good loving is roughly equivalent to one lifelong friendship. I feel like mm-hmm. I, I I think you are being greedy for for wanting more out of this uh, this relationship than is natural. Then is she ain't gonna want to have shit to do with you. And honestly, I will tell you, in all seriousness, we've we've had some fun here today. But uh, in all seriousness, you are doing her a disservice by trying to stay in her life. I feel yep. like yeah. uh, if she wants that at some point, it, it that might be one thing. But you're gonna have to just pull the bandage off and lean. I mean, just you, that's the you situation. You guys have been together now, like from. You know, your teens, and now you're entering adulthood. And one of the lessons you learn as an adult is sometimes, for you know, the greater good, you gotta hurt somebody. Yeah. And there is no way that you can end this and have it end easily and nicely. And, and you guys are like, okay, cool. Do you wanna go get some frozen yogurt? Like, you guys aren't going to be the same kind of friends after this. Get, just get okay with the fact that, um, I'm assuming she's also, yeah, she's 21. Get okay with the fact that she is 21 years old and this probably isn't going to be the worst thing that ever happens to her <laughs> even as far as romantic things go um right. there's, there's a whole whole lot of other shit coming down you, the path 
The most important thing is don't let her listen to this because you don't. Oh, this is not going to way to do it. Nope. But you just got to sit her down in person, and it's going to be. I mean, it's going to suck. But like, oh, yeah. But you've given each other like five years of your life. That hurts. That this sucks. Is, this is almost literally like surgery. Mm. Like no one's really excited to go under the knife and like be you know put out and everything. But you're cutting this part of your life away. Right. It sucks, but it's necessary. You have to do it. Yeah, there's no anesthesia. Well, there is. <laughs> You're 21 now. You're there's 21 now. They're saying there's adult anesthesia. Uh, you, it's just going to suck. You're just going to have to sit down and say, but be direct about it and be honest about it and just say that you're she's great and it's it's just she's not the right person for you. As great as she is, it's not. And, I mean, that's going to suck for her to hear. It mm-hmm. sucks to get dumped. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks. But you're right in that you're not doing anybody a favor by staying in, in a relationship you're not happy in. Yeah. That's not good for her. It's not good for you. And her, she's quickly arcing past her sexual prime. Oh, you've God. Gotta, you've got to let her. She has, like, be. another six months. Oh. She has six months tops. What, what is the, also- what is, oh, stop. What is the, what is the prime? What's what? the prime? Is it when is it? It's well for it's, girls. They peak at like twenty one, and then they're done by twenty two, and then they have like twenty low years, and then they come back up forty. Oh, nice. and they're cougars. <laughs> yeah, they're just banging. I say I think twenty one point five is is the prime. <laughs> That's the target. It is a prime number. What is it? What is it? <laughs> Jesus. What is it for men? For uh, men, 12. 12. <laughs> 12, 12 and then 76. 12 to 14, then we're out of it for a few years. Like 12, 12 to 14 is like your middle school teachers. Like the, those ladies are like, mm. hey, I know what he's, I see what he's cooking the, up. The scrambled up spice channel gets, gets into it their all bodies. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> then all you gangly. drop out from like 14 to, if memory serves, about 25. <laughs> You're kind of <laughs> out, out of the game. And then once you get out of college, um, I hope you've I hope you've latched on to somebody by then. Yeah, by the time you get out of college, you have like three days of sexual crime. <laughs> yeah, I have uh, a chart somewhere. I'll ha- I'll show you sometime, Griffin. It's a sliding scale. Here's the point: we're all past it. <laughs> yeah, is he? Long is story short, we're yeah. uh, we're old. It's basically like the lifespan of a fruit fly. That's how long we have to mate, really. Mm. Um, um, there is no. But here here's the thing about this: you should dread it. Yep. You are not going to get out of it easily you are not going to uh you're not going to get out of it without ruining your friendship that it 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 is what it is but don't but you have to accept that sooner rather than later so you can get to the actual doing of it because after it's done you are going to feel a lot better and she will be better in the long run even though she won't feel better for much longer time and there's also a good chance um the the problem of she thinks things are going fantastic is that that is a defense mechanism because she feels that you are drifting away. Um, so that idea of trying to keep things going as well as maybe they went in the past. So she probably knows that something is going wrong. It's gone awry. Right. Um, Something's gone askew, but you got to do it. Is there a polite, non-offensive way to ask if someone is gay? I have a friend, and everyone who hangs out with him thinks he might be gay. But, of course, no one wants to ask him. It's not that we care one way or the other what his sexual orientation is. We just want to know. 
but it doesn't seem like something you could ask point blank wondering in Wisconsin. I would argue you do care yeah. one way or the other because you want to know. <laughs> you understand? Right? I mean, if you didn't, like, I don't care what the special is at Tudor's Biscuit World tomorrow. And as a result, I have not endeavored to unearth that information. Here's what you're going to need to do. It's stewed tomatoes, by the way. <laughs> God. You're going to need to set up, like, a kickball game. And then when you're establishing teams, you say, everyone who's straight is on that team. <laughs> Everyone who's gay is on that team. That's See pretty good. Heads. That's pretty good. I think that's pretty good. Oh, God. Uh, it's gonna... Just a quick straw poll. Um, anybody here gay? And if he raises his hand, you know that he is. Yeah. That's a good trick. That is yeah. That is great. What I find funny about this idea of like wanting to ask this in front is that when you meet someone that you think is straight, you don't ask them if they're straight. Hey, what's up? You straight? Huh? Huh? Like, I don't know. I Maybe the reason that he doesn't go around telling people whether he's gay or straight is he doesn't want to be identified by his sexual preference. That's that ridiculous. could be it. Yeah. That's, what are you, ta- what are you even talking about? I, I, that is how I define myself, is, is a straight. <laughs> hey, everybody, I'm straight Travis. Hi. <laughs> I am Griffin, and I like ladies. Didn't to be it? fair, that was also the name of my spoken word album. Straight Travis. Straight, <laughs> straight, straight Travis, no chaser. <laughs> that was a really... I thought you were doing some really bold work there. there. Thank you so much. The The one segment where you just whistled the theme song to MASH for like 15 mm-hmm. minutes, I I thought it was uh, a really, really impressive statement. And you know, that that was one take. Oh, no, you're no kidding. Yeah. You did, no chapping? Chapping no, was not at all. I had a, an assistant with a spray bottle. Okay. Just mm-hmm. keeping it moisturized. Yeah. Oh, God. That visual image is bad for me. <laughs> um, you know, you can't do a 100% water blend. You have to do a, a 99% uh, water, 1% Vaseline blend yeah. Yeah. To, to keep it. That's actually what the, the Occupy Wall Street protests are about. <laughs> They're about luby lips? They're about the 99% water. Just letting everybody know. You're, this is, make sure you have one percent Vaseline. What you're saying right now. <laughs> um, I'm gonna flip. Gobbler. Don't do not ask if your friend is gay. Oh, of course not. They'll, no, no, don't do that. They'll. Oh, real quick, just to jump back. Yeah, don't do that. At either all. either they're not gay and you're gonna offend them, or they are gay and maybe they don't want to tell you that. Just mind your own. You gotta mind your own business, and you can't make mind a your business. What, what here's here's how it goes. It goes one of a few ways. One, uh, no, I'm not gay. Why would you think that? Whoa, that's a weird conversation you're going to get into. Other option, yeah, I am gay. Why did you want to know? Are you gay too? Are we going to be? Do you want to go on like a date or something? Yeah, not saying that like that is the immediate conclusion, no, but that's, that, that would be it. the that's only reasonable reason. That's the only reasonable reason somebody should be asking. When it, even the middle of the road, if if he's like, yeah, I am. Why does that matter to you? When yeah, I, because it shouldn't. Just crack, you know, I'm just uh, just wanted to crack crack the case. Crack <laughs> I just want to, I just want to make sure you were different from me. Is all <laughs> crack crack the case. When a uh, when a gay person is sired. They they will actually uh, ask out the the just the very next person that they see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's That's totally true. it's a it's it's totally weird biological imperative. I don't yeah. I don't understand it, 
but I like that's it. That's the only reason. That's the only reason uh, Ellen DeGeneres was dating Portia de Rossi. Yeah, yeah. She's, watching, she's just an expert. She hove it into her field of vision. Luck, luck of the draw. Watching yeah. Arrested Development and like a baby chick who hatches. Ellen was like, oh, "Whoa, I'm gay." At porch, I gotta. Nah, I think that my well, I think that it's the opposite of that situation. Oh, okay. Because that is the only thing that makes sense. Portia de Rossi. I. Uh, mm. Yeah, you with me now? Now can we yeah. hold on? Okay, now El- she's no, a hold on. Ellen DeGeneres okay. is a very attractive woman. What are you talking about now? She is aging very well. She is. She is. She is well preserved. You could tell she's got her uh, her water Vaseline blend down. Oh yeah, really right. I don't like. Really, you really don't nice. get to be. You don't get to be like a talk show superstar unless you have your Vaseline water blend down. Yeah. Look at yeah. Doctor Phil. He is half Vaseline. Yeah. Look at that. Look at him glisten, and you could tell star power mm-hmm. coming out his his you well hydrated it- bottom. I learned that in the uh, classic biography, Straight Oprah. Yeah. <laughs> Straight Oprah and Chaser. You know, I love that 15-minute <laughs> whistling solo she does on that album. This is a very cyclical episode. <laughs> I heard it was a one take. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's true, but she had to have an assistant there with a spray bottle. Yeah, do, you you know, ya- do you guys want a Yahoo to stop this, please? Desperately. This one was, yeah. this one was sent in by Jacob Blocker. Thanks, Jacob. It's by Yahoo Answers user Edward Alec who asks... Could I eat an entire bag of pizza rolls without dying? <laughs> My friend says I'll die or something if I eat an entire bag of pizza rolls. 90 count. But I know that it's complete poppycock. I'm a 15-year-old girl who's 125 pounds. Will I die? Doubt it. Get sick? Probably. <laughs> I have a bigger problem with a 15-year-old girl using the word poppycock. Yeah, what are you doing? Oh. Uh, so let me do a little quick math here. Okay. 90 pizza roll it totally matters if, if it's totino's everyone knows that those roll a little are they, bit smaller are they super stuffed yeah are they straight cheesy are they pepperoni because i don't know that your liver oh, will be yeah. able to process all of the the fat the unsaturated saturated what if they're fat. triple meat what if it's double meat well triple or triple or triple, or triple, meat. triple would be more. triple meat so if the you're third looking, one's more sausage. If you're looking at pepperoni, which I think is the only sort of yeah, I mean that's the only reasonable thing that in a 15 count bag. No, you're 90, doing 90. I uh, no no. I'm doing a little math here. Oh, in a okay. 15 count bag, you're looking at uh, 7.5 ounces. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not that many so, ounces. No, that doesn't seem that bad. Then multiply right? that I by mean, eight. Six. Six. So yeah, 7.5 times six. Times eight. four? Times six equals 45 ounces. That's Divide about, that by that's 16. About, it's about 12 so you're pounds. Eating, we're talking, okay, well, we're talking about three pounds of pizza rolls, oh, man. basically. Uh, man, that's going to be a rough night, huh? <laughs> what kind of day did you have? That you need to drown it in pizza rolls. Uh, pizza in the morning, pizza after school time, pizza never a goddamn again. Because <laughs> that one time I ate 90 pizza rolls. What I like is, if it, Griffin, could you read me the last sentence again? Uh, will I die? Doubt it. Get sick? Probably. So she knows that it is a bad idea, but she will at least get sick. Well, if, if sorry, if you're, if you're asking yourself the question... Will this thing kill me? And your answer is doubt it. That means there's a shadow of a doubt in your mind that yes, in fact, eating nine pounds you, of pizza. You know what, though, Griffin, I would say that 
man could have safely stayed on the surface of the earth yeah. and just stared at the moon for the rest of his life, but he was willing to risk it. I'm saying to that find out what would happen. Eating yeah, that Travis is saying this because Travis's daily diet is rated by how much the likelihood that it will kill him. <laughs> I'm saying uh-huh. bacon uh- and applesauce. Maybe. Travis, using your space metaphor, eating three pounds of pizza rolls is going to be going to the moon. It's going to be the challenger. Actually, is what's going to happen. Oh, oh no! Yeah. Oh no! Oh golly! Three pounds of pizza rolls. It's going to be that gonna fucking. A- it's going to be gluttony from seven. You're going to die fat on a table, and Brad Pitt's going to be like, "Oh, gross! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so thin, and he's so fat." Oh. <laughs> High school. <laughs> Three pounds of pizza rolls. Uh, th- imagine when you do have to go to the hospital. The doctor's like, "We have a patient here. She's got an overdose of flavor. Yeah, she's got flavor. She's got terminal flavor. She's been flavor blasted. She's got that Italian zest. Oh, I hit her right in all the right places." I tell you what's definitely gonna be what's definitely gonna happen is your mom is gonna get pissed. Yeah, because you ate all the fucking pizza rolls. <laughs> we were saving that for pizza roll night. <laughs> she just got those at Sam's Club. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go all the way back out to the goddamn Sam's. Why the fuck did I even get the Sam's Club membership? I could have just bought you four bags of pizza rolls at the Walmart. Ah. And all the Vaseline's gone. Don't you know the blend? So <laughs> I know one. White. Nurse, get me the disaster. <laughs> this woman ate the Super Bowl. Please. <laughs> oh, Jesus. What a what way if, to, What, a what way if to, she accidentally messes up her digestive system so much that she can no longer be full unless she eats three pounds of food. Like she stretches it out to a point of no return? Right, exactly. It just looks like a colostomy bag hanging out of her navel. Uh, oh, All I can picture is that she's just finished the 89th pizza roll <laughs> and her greasy, slimy hands are clutching the 90th as she's like shaking and sweating and she's fallen over at this point because she is as fat as she is tall. Yeah. Um, and she's rolling around like Violet Beauregard. And still, she finishes the bag. Wouldn't it right. be? That was, that was a real great dismount. Um, you know, this sounds like an episode of my favorite show on TV right now, which is Suicide Watch Man versus Food. Which is, which is like, it's like Man versus Food, but instead of going to restaurants and trying their food challenges, he just buys a lot of shitty food and then tries to eat it. <laughs> and eat it at home in the dark. Alright, today I went around, it took a long time, but I collected every type of Pringles that there are. Here I go. Uh. If the first half was him buying the food he was gonna destroy him with, and the second half was watching him eat it as sounds of silence played in the background, <laughs> I think I would be really into that show. Only if they had a special sound effect every time uh, an attendant at the grocery store said, Can I help you? Yeah. And you just look at him and go, yes, please. Please, somebody. <laughs> I need someone. <laughs> Sir, I think you have the, enough Pringles. It's, I, gotta have I think co- over the credits, he should be. He should say, like, oh, well, guess I have to keep on living. And, the, like, over the credits should just be, <laughs> should just be him trying to uncancel his dentist appointment. <laughs> and the battle of man versus food, everyone loses. <laughs> I really want this show to be made now. I want to see... <laughs> I want to see a man astride a mountain of hot pockets just yelling that God is dead. This is what I want from television. Give me that. I just want to see a man surrounded by an ocean of empty Pringles cans mm-hmm. just saying, I thought the fun would never stop. Yeah, but it did. Once I popped, I couldn't stop until I died 
until I died, until I was finally shuffled off this mortal coil. Take me there, Pringles man. Here's the sad thing about all this. Okay. Now I'm really wanting pizza rolls. I I know, right? I could really... I could really go for some pizza rolls and Pringles for lunch. That'd be what's, great. What's the like five o'clock cocktail rule for pizza rolls? How early is too early for pizza rolls? Uh, there's nothing. There's n- it's never too early. If pizza, if bagel bites can rock the like pizza in the morning thing, then I don't see why they have more of a claim. Do you on know it that commercial, the coffee commercial, where someone like starts a pot and it like wakes everyone in the house up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would like to make that pizza rolls commercial. <laughs> but then everyone comes downstairs and they're just like, "What the what fuck? What the fuck? It's doing? nine in the morning. <laughs> What's the matter with you, Tony? Jesus! You know, Congress just declared pizza a vegetable. So technically, it's like it's like a pizza. It's like a vegetable roll. Mm-hmm. You're starting the morning off with your. It's like a V8, a crunchy V8. Are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? Is that a goof, that thing you just said? No, Congress declared that pizza is a vegetable. Because the food lobby... <laughs> Red is now a number! What are you doing in Congress, Congress? And maybe Congress was just rubber stamping a bunch of stuff without really reading it all the way through. Now you think? And then like the next day they're like looking in the paper and it's like, Pizza, vegetable! I'm like, damn it! God damn it! <laughs> I'm going to be able to put the genie back in the bottle this time, guys. Yeah, pizza's unvegetabled. <laughs> Congress <laughs> declares, listen, we were really baked. Uh, yeah. <laughs> What's the point? In We can't, rolled a big vegetable and smoked it. Can't we just leave that up to science? Can't we let science declare what is and is not a vegetable? Or logic. <laughs> or, or logic. Or the church. I think separation of church and state. Yeah. You, you let the church decide what's a vegetable or not. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. How unclean! <laughs> just wash it. It's just DDT. Just wash it off. It's fine. Not a big deal. Hey, uh, a lot of people say, guys, you you are famous. Don't you have famous friends that you can bring on your show? Don't they need advice from time to time? Why are you keeping them out? And why are you in my room? Why are you in my room? Get out of here. And then we say, but you have a point. <laughs> Before you go, <laughs> we should admit that you, you do have a point. Uh... So we asked some of our famous friends how we could help them. This week we have a question from our dear friend, uh, video game parodyist, humorist, singer, songwriter, Brentel Floss. Uh, and let's listen to his query right now. Hey there, 3ME bros. So I've worked from home for a little over a year now. The majority of my weekday time is spent in my room. I've recently started to worry that maybe the lack of social interaction isn't good for me, and I remember that at least one of you works from home. So, do you have any tips for how I could continue working from home, but still be a healthy, productive person? Thanks a bunch, Schleppy the Wonder Taint. Working from home. It's a it's a mixed blessing, I think. More blessing than, than curse. I've been uh, working out of my house uh, for, for, I guess, three years now. Um... It is really hard not to turn into a little bit of a, a little bit of a hermit. <laughs> a little hard, it gets a little hard to deal with the emotions of people in the real world, mm-hmm. like because you're used to kind of controlling everything, like a hermit. You know, you get you get to you see the allure of the lifestyle, the hermit lifestyle, and it's kind of hard to run away from it. You start to watch extreme couponing and go, "Yeah, I get it." I get it. Without the right. without the aid of emoticons, I I just don't know. I don't know what 
expressions people are giving me. I don't know their... That's actually true. Griffin carries around a book of facial expressions uh, just so you can compare what people uh, are are trying to convey. Your eyes look like semicolons, so that must mean you're trying to fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You do have to make every concession to have human contact when possible. I used to think that meant when I heard the FedEx truck pull up running outside to maybe just strike up a convo, Mm -hmm. but it's got to be more substantial than that. Hi, Deb, if you're listening, by the way. Mine's Marty. Thanks for all the packages. That's crazy. Marty is your dude? Yeah, he's really great. Um, Sometimes it's a new person. I'm like, hey, get out of here. Where's Marty? Let Deb bring, bring, bring Deb back. You gotta do your laundry. That's important. You're gonna feel the need to not do it because who gives a fuck? You gotta you gotta divorce yourself from the ideology of fuck it. You can't you can't give in to fuck it. Who have I got to impress today? Uh, in computer. Because then when people come over to visit and they can't open the door because of the stacks of newspaper. Yeah, exactly. You are at a constant. Griffin's so right. You have to constantly be making the choice to not fuck it yeah (laughs) you have to be making the choice to say i'm not fucking it today today i'm putting it i can't this is a true true i joke a lot about you know i I work it out in my house so i'm wearing sweatpants all the time i can't wear sweatpants oh no or my i don't have a work day they're like they're like kryptonite like i wear them it's like i lose lose all my ability to function as an adult so wear real pants that really helps shower shower by at least 10 o'clock or at the most 10 o'clock and and you gotta put on real big boy clothes and you gotta pretend that maybe your desk is next to a super cute girl's desk and you want to try and impress her with your good posture you know let let me ask you guys this because i i do not work from home um nor have i ever so let me ask you this do you guys set up like a a work schedule yeah do you know that at a certain time your work day is done and you can? Is it like homeschooling? I kick it. I start kicking it at nine. Uh, at one, I take a shower. Or no, I'm sorry. That's when I lunch it, and then uh, and then I'm out by five or six, depending on the workload. Now, how much of that time is is spent hiding from the boss? <laughs> I don't understand. How much? It, what do you the, mean? A, a large amount of my day is spent flirting with uh, Rebecca from accounting, mm-hmm. uh-huh. which is weird. Standing around the water cooler. Standing around the water cooler, just gossiping. <laughs> God, it's so sad to see me gossip. You should see it. <laughs> I like to I like to talk about The Voice with anyone who will listen, but unfortunately, I'm the only person at home. So I right. usually just wait for Marty to come by. I say, hey, thanks for the package. Did you check The Voice last night? <laughs> but he never did. He never watches it. I don't think he uh, has a TV. <laughs> New Christmas gift this year. Um, it's you got to put. I, I don't understand these people, by the way, who are putting off their showers. Uh, me, I get up. My day does not start until I shower. I, I I can't do anything until I've gotten the just washed off the night and and Jesus. proceeded into the day fresh <laughs> freshly made. Wash off the sea salt off the grime d- from the docks. <laughs> The nightmare. <laughs> Wash off the, the crying myself into my pillow to sleep. After trudging through the seedy underbelly of Huntington, West Virginia. Yeah. After an Wash ecstasy off. fueled night of raving, 
You gotta get the ecstasy sweat off your skin. Just wash the glitter off. It won't come yeah, off. Glow in the you dark. You wipe off the grease paint. The glow in the dark. You cry in the in the mirror. Glow in the dark highlighter all over your arms. The residue from candy necklaces. Five different bracelets from five different dive bars. Mm-hmm. S- semen. Strange, strange <laughs> semen. Well, okay. You might have taken it a bit, a bit too far. This is some weird semen. <laughs> this is like this feels like a ninety nine percent one percent peculiar. What does this Weird. semen look like to you? Peculiar. It looks to me like the state of Montana. <laughs> I want to do anything other than continue this conversation. So let's go. Let's go to the money zone. Oh, this is a special one. This is our our dear 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 friends, uh, Lindsay and Davin Pavlis, uh, I, and I hope I'm pronouncing that right because they they truly are wonderful people. It, it is a happy one year anniversary, birthday, and Thanksgiving. It's a triple holiday, and he says, "I love you, triple holiday wife." This is a a great uh, value I think he's gotten here. Mm. Um, yeah. Because cause he, he is really covering all his you bases right now. You know, the federal government could really learn something from Devin. Let's stack a few more on there. We're close enough to Christmas, I think, that we can throw Christmas up in the mix. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Chanukah. Happy Candle Nights. Happy Candle Nights, everyone. Happy Candle Nights, everyone. It's coming around the bend so fast. Um, I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm happy that these two people are on the earth. Me too. They're, they're, yeah. they're great people. They make my life a little better. Um. I'm glad they found each other in this crazy mixed up it's world. It's so hard. Me- so hard to find someone. Against all odds. Against all odds. So, happy birthday. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Candle Nights. Happy anniversary. And That's- just in case anyone was wondering, um, I've decided that from henceforth, uh, the one year anniversary is the podcast anniversary. Okay. <laughs> As you get him a podcast. Okay, mm-hmm. so everybody, make your plan ahead now. <laughs> get get your requests in early. I'm Jesse Thorne. Whether it's music, movies, comedy, books, or whatever, each week I talk to creative people about how they make their thing, about the moment when their craft went from a hobby to a career, and about the thing that surprised them most about the process. It's the Sound of Young America for MaximumFun.org and PRI, Public Radio International. Guys, I have a pressing Yahoo answer that we need to address. Okay. Okay. Good. It's by, oh, I did not read this name. I'm just going to run right at it. Mike Scalandoulis. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Thank you, Mike S. It's by Yahoo Answers user Salim who asks. Scalandula sounds like something you'd chant before a football game. (laughs) That's what I was going to say. Scalandula. It is by Yahoo Answers user Salim who asks. What are the risks of at-home circumcision? My girlfriend gets freaked out by my anteater wiener. I am going to please her and get a circumcision, but I don't have health insurance. I will do it tomorrow after school, but I want to know what the risks are. Uh, He says I will be using alcohol and scissors, but that is so dumb that I can't believe it's true. (laughs) Did he say it's so dumb, or did you say it's so dumb? That was my own editorializing. I apologize. (laughs) Okay. Ed note. Ed note. This guy's fucking out of his mind, dumb. 
Oh, God. I guess the biggest risk is that he doesn't die from it. Yeah. What are the risks? (laughs) All of them. All of the risks. (laughs) This is nothing but risks. Like, the whole thing is a risk. It's all risk, no reward. What are you doing? (laughs) Don't double down. It was okay. I took a huge risk so that I could have a mangled penis. Yeah. I mean, unless you And and here you go, sweetie. I I care about you so much. I did, every night I'm treating you to a a poorly crafted turtleneck sweater, yeah. like oh. fraying at the edges. Oh, God. Well, here's my the, poorly sculpted member. The the reward is if he does it right, you have a clean and healthy penis tip. No toboggan required. Um, yeah, but and that's a great look. It's a great. It's totally in streamlined. This it's it's you. It's streamlined. That's really the only thing it has going for it, I guess. Yeah, you can just that makes the it makes the tip tip of your penis look like Joe Pesci's head in Home Alone. Yeah, which is really nice. <laughs> oh my it's... god! After he gets his head burned by the oh man. Yeah, ah, I know. Fuck! I can think of oh god! I can think of exactly what you're talking about now. I can't. Time for you to meet the wet bandit. Uh, I sticky is it sticky bandit? <laughs> sticky bandit the first time, sticky then they bandits. become the wet bandit. They, they become the wet bandit. Uh, well, they find the right mixture of Vaseline uh, and water. Downtown. <laughs> uh, um, the risks are actually this may surprise no risk. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing could possibly go exactly. wrong. You have actually yeah. There is actually no. There are so many risks. You've actually negated the risk. <laughs> The risks all cancel each other out. It's like algebra. Algebra of dumb. It's like that scene in a cartoon where somebody like goes flying off a ledge and like bounces past the glass factory and over yeah. the tack truck and into like the pillow canal. Like that's that's what's <laughs> gonna happen. What you've set yourself up with right now is a sleepwalking olive oil situation. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just baby Huey all the way. You're fine. It's like a baby. You play, basically, it's a baby's day it out of dumb shit to do to your yeah. penis. Oh, God. You're gonna, <laughs> penis day out. You are going to Hey, need... Chris Columbus, you're welcome for all these goddamn residuals this slide you today. <laughs> Chris Columbus, you make me so sad. Um, you are going to need the sharpest scissors and all of that. All that and the is. steeliest will. Yeah. And steel wool to just well, get what, it around. Nice what you clean. really can't do is get halfway through and give up. <laughs> just looks like a banker's visor down there. <laughs> Surgeon's mask? What's going on? <laughs> it's like a blooming onion down there. You got, got, some, ha- pez- got some hanging chat, it looks like. <laughs> I got a Pez dispenser for peanuts. The only thing it dispenses is he wearing a fanny pack? What's going on down there? Fanny pack. Look, it's cool. It's like a a visor. It's like a motorcycle helmet. You just lower it. (laughs) No risk. No risk. (laughs) Actually, to make your your shroud of yuck. Uh, I would like to get a follow up on this though. Yeah, Yeah. I'd like to talk to that kid's dad. It would just be a Yahoo answer that just read, "Oh no." No, no, there's no, blood no. everywhere. Uh, newly single, got a Joe Pesci penis down there, <laughs> and I just want to know where can I meet some ladies who are forgiving. <laughs> hey, hey, don't do this thing. Hey, do this. If you're listening, sir, don't don't do. It's good for us, but but bad for you. <laughs> I honestly don't think it's good for us. I think that like karmically, like. From a Zen point of view, this is going to negatively affect everyone in the world. This one decision, like a butterfly flapping its wings. 
This is a snake eating its own horribly ruined dick. <laughs> Get your mouth off of there, snake. Why is everybody... Can I... Are we living... Okay, the, between this and the, and the the pizza roll challenge lady, I I can't help but wonder, are we... Are we is there some, like, primal instinct need for adventure that is not being met? That we are somehow trying to generate danger in our lives? Like, somehow it's overriding common sense to, to give us the feeling of being threatened? Like, we so need this, it? this kid is cutting off the tip of his penis to feel alive? Instead of going right. like spelunking or whitewater rafting, you ruin your you ruin you ruin your treasure. <laughs> you ruined your gift. That was your gift. That God gave. That was your perfect flower. God gave you, you that ruined gift it to, to give to a special your wife, and you know what you did? You unwrapped it early. You unwrapped that gift. <laughs> you took the bow off. Took the bow off. Took the bow off. And then stabbed it and over and over it. again. Oh God. Down. Ugh. Now it just looks like those paper caps that you put on turkey legs at Thanksgiving. Ugh. Now he's just going to be cold all the time. Mm. <laughs> I've recently started a new relationship. Sometimes when I'm chatting with my boyfriend, something that I did with my ex or something that happened while we were together comes up. Seems kind of tactless to keep saying me and my ex did this or one time my ex said this. But I feel like I'm being disingenuous if I just say my friend. Help me, my bim bam. Which do I use? Or do I just avoid these stories altogether and risk never having much to add to the conversation? X'd out in England. Whoa, bummer. This um, is, this is, wow, this is like, it's a weird, this could be written by our first question asker just like later. <laughs> I yeah. think, I think you might be selling yourself a little short here. I, I, I don't, I don't believe that anybody regardless of how like into a relationship they've ever been i don't think anybody only has stories about their ex or why don't god i hope why not. do you oh, why, like why do you even have to address that there was another person there like instead of saying like oh me and chambers went and saw um you know, we wouldn't saw men in black right. too why can't you just say well, i yes i have seen men in black too and it was why, excellent but it's you. another why, do, why can't you just use the dude's name yeah well i mean that's that's Why can't well, you just drop it and be like, "Yeah, Chambers and I went and saw him." He's like, Chambers is, is gonna is a unique put it name. together. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I mean, but why do you have to say my ex and I? Well, that's not. It's you're missing the point. I think it's not that they the it's not the terminology is trying to avoid yeah. it. It's the the existence of Chambers. This dude doesn't exist. Oh, I of see. Right. I see. How do you broach the subject? And the answer is you don't. Yeah. That the, well, there's so many options here. Really, one is I think we've all heard a story that someone has told and then thought, oh, I wish that had happened to me. And then like six months down the road, you tell that story and it did happen to you that time. Now it's <laughs> happening to you. You just, you just repurpose the story. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. um, do that, but outsource it to somebody. You can tell the story. It's just, it happened to other people. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah. Then you have something to add. Spin oh. a little fiction. Double lie, yeah. basically. Double lie. Super lie to him. You're this person you love and trust. Yeah. I, I think that in this circumstance, it's, it's kind of, you gotta, you gotta dip your toe in the water. And like the first time you mention your ex, just see how your boyfriend reacts. And maybe he doesn't care. I like, I don't care when Teresa mentions her ex-boyfriend, because she with me now, and that's all that matters. Yeah, but you're very secure in your relationship. But if, if this is an early thing, you if guys have been together for a thing, while. You shouldn't be talking about it at all. Yeah, yeah right. I mean, like you just... If, 
you talk about it exactly once to get that out of the way. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I dated this dude. We lived together. I resuscitated him back to health after his motorcycle crash. And <laughs> uh, we proposed to each other under the Parisian night sky. Uh, and made. I think you. I think you can go even vaguer and just say, "I have dated before." Yeah. We spent. <laughs> we spent one entire day together in Venice. I met him on the train. He was a stranger. We fell deeply, deeply in love. Um, that's that is before before sunrise, the movie. That is not what I was thinking. That's not a real thing. No, I mean it is. The movie is. The real. movie is great. And let me just say, delightful. <laughs> There's some real great performances by. Uh, Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke and Julie Delpy. Great work, guys. Keep it up. Yeah. I wish Ethan Embry had been in it. I'm trying to bring him back. Where'd he go? Where'd he go? I love that guy. Don't- Can't hardly wait. Great. Does that one have vampires in it? Can't hardly wait? Or Before before no. Sunrise. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it does. Because they're both vampires. They're both vampiric in nature. So It goes... It goes at, uh, at sunrise. Before sunrise, and then the second movie is From Dust Till Dawn. Yeah. And right. then the third one is Twilight. Yeah. It's right. all... Keep it going. Keep it going, Trav. Nope, you got a Lost it. Boys got got a Lost Boys goof you can drop on us? No. <laughs> Girlfriend, I think you're missing his goof. His goof was Times of Day. It was Times of Day. <laughs> it, was, it, was a good, it was a pretty good run. And we yeah. were looking for Times of Day. What about... <laughs> times of Day. That was a uniting theme. <laughs> times of Day. Uh, you just just don't talk about it. No, <laughs> talk about other things. Tuesdays, Tuesdays with Maury. That's that's what. Not, that's a day. Talk about Tuesdays with Maury. It's a day of the week. Though. I read the best book. Mm. Have you heard of this book? Didn't they make Change a movie? Life. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> with Owen Wilson and a dog. Yeah, Jack Jack Lemon was in it. Okay, in his final performance as an old man that's dying, which like I get it, but yeah. it was yeah. a little on the nose. A little on the nose, Jack. It was Jack Lemon, I, wasn't it? It was either him know. or Mathau. They're really yeah. interchangeable, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, at this point. Yeah. I bet the two um, of them are getting in some hijinks up there. Oh, man. Do you think oh, they boy. live together? I, w- I would say that uh, to, you know, get back to x out and England. Oh, right. Um, We're doing an advice show. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's Forgot. right. I, I, you know, if it comes up naturally, I don't think you need to be afraid to drop it. But if you're feeling uncomfortable doing it, then I don't think you, feel the ne- you need to feel the need to bring it up. You know, create yeah, talk, new memories. Don't feel like you're being disingenuous, just it, it, because it. I do think that, like, no, ever, no matter how secure somebody is, they don't want to hear you talk. They want to think about the fact that you used to be with somebody else, and they start, They don't want to hear you talking about it enough that they start to assume that you pine for that lifestyle. Yes. And that may not be. I mean, that's not the most like sort of mature reaction to somebody talking about their ex, but it's what we all do. I mean, it's it's a very human human mm-hmm. reaction to it. I think. Yeah. This year is my first post-college Thanksgiving. Now that I'm in my own household, I'd like to bring a dish to the meal. However, all the traditional Thanksgiving sides and dessert are already taken. I don't drink wine, and there's already going to be a few bottles, so that's not a great option either. (laughs) What should I bring to Thanksgiving dinner? Stumped over stuffing. Your own, your smile. Bring your smile. I don't think that all the traditional things are taken. I I think I mean they may be take the traditional things may be taken, but that doesn't mean you can't still knock it out of the park yeah. with a a great dessert. 
that um, that people are just going to love. And I'm also going to point out, I, I've never made an entire traditional Thanksgiving meal, but I'm willing to bet that if you called the host or hostess and said, hey, I'd like to make something, yeah. they're more than happy oh, sure, to yeah. shovel something off on you. You know what I'm saying. Do you know my Do you know my power play? What's your power Bring play? Bring a turkey. Bring a smaller <laughs> turkey. The bi- no, fuck that. A bigger turkey. A big, buttery. <laughs> Bring some turducken. Kill it. Kill their turkey with your turkey. Get a Texas-sized raptor turkey. They will never know it hit them because they will be lacerated by its claws and gobbler. <laughs> so just I, bring a live turkey. I have two classic dessert options that I tend to go towards. Uh, Ritz tort. Mm, nice. Bring a Ritz tort and people are just going to lose their minds over that. Or make chess bars, holiday favorite chess bars. Go get a... My our our friends Dave and Alexander have a show called the DNA Foodcast, and they did um, our mom's recipe for chess bars last week, I think. Uh, and that's like a you bring that, and it's just going to be the talk of the talk of the party. You, you know what's what always what a fan favorite? Things? What's that? Cheesecake. Uh-huh. It's yeah. not hard to make. It's a little. And there's a there's a rocking like pumpkin cheesecake uh, that you can make. It's absolutely delicious. Can you bring a novelty erotic cake? Yeah, it's Thanksgiving. Yeah, I think so. Oh, like so, like a turkey with a big boner, like a big old <laughs> boner turkey. <laughs> it's like how kids used to make like the the handprint turkeys, only with a. Boner. And if you can somehow right. make this turkey speak, and by which I mean, I don't mean a smaller speech bubble cake, but a literal like some sort of voice recording, like they put in those gift uh-huh. cards where he's saying like gobble gobble, and he's like pointing uh, to his gobble it up. He's like pointing to his his turkey boner, and he's like pointing to it and saying like gobble, like have it. I guarantee you don't have to worry about anybody else having already made. Yeah, because they will have left the party. We had we had someone uh, ask us on Twitter a couple weeks ago. One of our dear dear listeners said, "Can you guys?" Just for one episode, cheese it with the dick talk so I can play this show for my family. And and the answer is no. The answer is no. It's definitive no. Listen, fish got to swim and birds got to fly, and we got to talk about those birds have big old boners. Because <laughs> that boner's gonna weigh it down. Yeah. Hey, hey, here's here's why don't you bring an empty stomach and a big and a big. Uh, oh, bring your own Tupperware. <laughs> I love it. Bring your own leftover. I'm going to help you dispose of all this extra food. But you know what? Speaking of somebody who's been in that situation before, I would appreciate someone bringing Wouldn't you? Tupperware so that way you don't have to worry about losing your Tupperware and you, you avoid the, like, make sure I get this back, you know, kind of moment. And it's like, oh, thanks. Now, don't just bring, like, a plastic grocery bag and, like, scoop it in. <laughs> Shovel it in. I'll take three spoonfuls of everything. Hey, check this out. What do you guys think of this, this, this move? We'll buy some cigars you know, for the boys. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, the, hey, the boys. Mm. I uh, brought some cigars. Let's, Real nice. Let's go watch. And some weed for the ladies. <laughs> ladies, we're going to watch ladies, some. Ladies, I got you some weed. We're going to watch a football contest and smoke these stogies. You guys, bake and bake. <laughs> bake and bake. That turkey's going to taste especially mm-hmm. awesome. This is the most awesome Thanksgiving ever. <laughs> Why don't you go get there really early and tell them you brought your kitchen wisdom. <laughs> and then just <laughs> say a bunch of folksy things as they're cooking to, to chide them into doing a better job. I brought, I brought this tiny a, a stern hand and a judging eye. <laughs> I brought an egg timer to make sure you don't mess anything up. 
dummy. I brought. Just bring a vacuum and an apron and be like, I'm, I'm here to clean up afterwards. I brought Sally Field from Fried Green Tomatoes. She is here to dispense all of her kitchen wisdom to you. I brought my own pillows for when I take a nap on your carpet. This is my Nana. I made her come to cook for you. She's, you- she's got so much weed on her. <laughs> Shake my Nana, the weed falls out. <laughs> nana, nana baked face, we call her. Hey, you know, uh, if you're going to cook a turkey this year, yeah. let me tell you what you do. Okay. You, uh, you make bacon okay. the morning before, Ooh. and then you take the, the grease after you cook the bacon, mm-hmm. and then you pour it into a cup. You put the cup in the fridge, and then when you go to cook the turkey, you drink that bacon you, cup. Cut slivers of the solidified bacon fat off and put it underneath the skin, and then just throw some in the middle there. And, and you know uh, that's great because then the next day when you have leftover sandwiches, you just keep putting slivers of bacon grease on them <laughs> until you die. Because, Travis, do you just <laughs> have a constantly regenerating supply of bacon grease? I have nine mason jars uh, full of bacon grease. Oh God! And they're labeled Monday, Wednesday, Friday, special occasions birthday and then one that's kind of really old that just says the end you realize that the way you talk on this show makes you sound like the fat unabomber right (laughs) some of the things you say makes you sound like the fat unabomber i'm i'm actually very in shape very healthy i'm saying you're trim but your mouth words make you sound like the fat unabomber i live my life uh like a roman and that's my goal is to uh one day have a functioning vomitorium um, but for the time being, uh, yes, don't eat bacon grease. If you eat bacon grease, then your whole house is a vomitorium. Is it sad that the other day I just bought myself a happy birthday ice cream cake uh, for no reason? You bet. You bet it is. You, bet. you okay, got it that's right. That's problem. Hey, Griff, do you have a Yahoo to cheer me up? Oh, sure. Um, this one was sent in by Lisa Holyfield. It's by Yahoo Answers user Way, who asks... Why are you girls so damn mean when it comes to size? And don't give me that love crap. <laughs> okay, this what? Okay, this girl told me that if a guy doesn't at least have a six-inch penis erected, sorry about the dick talk, dad, then he better not have sex or show a girl his penis, or they will laugh at him. I'm an 18-year-old guy, fully through puberty, and I have a 5.1 to 5.5-inch, ranging on good and bad days. But that's. <laughs> Depending on the weather. That's usually where I am, so I'm really nervous. Also, it's not just this one girl. It's a lot of girls who say this. Well, step one, stop asking girls if they like your dick. Here's the thing. What? Isn't that... that, The human race has been propagating itself that way for thousands of years. (laughs) Don't look. Just don't look. Um, Also, you did not hear the latest census data. The average has actually gone down a little bit to 5.8 inches. So yeah, you're slightly below. Average. You're a little bit closer on your good days. <laughs> <laughs> your heavy flow days. Hey, how's your day? <laughs> not great. Not, not great. Not, I'm <laughs> 5.1. How's it hanging? Uh, about 0. 0.4 Full, inches. Fully short. erect. I fully erected. Uh, that is a lot of. That is a lot of variation. Uh, that's a yeah. very specific measurement. Well, on, on the good day, he still had the tip. Yeah. <laughs> on the bad day. <laughs> I cut my... I gave myself a circumcision <laughs> using alcohol and scissors, so now all my days are bad. <laughs> that, that one particular day was the worst. <laughs> they haven't gotten much better. 
ladies, don't give me that love crap. <laughs> what? Are, wait, why is there? Why are you? All I don't know why that's queen? a test. Can we just? Can we just be cool for a second about dick sizes? Can we just chill out about it? Like, if one guy's arms are shorter than another guy's arms, you don't go, "Hey, pussy." I don't see why why a dick has to be any different. To be fair, though, I do judge a girl on the size of her vagina. Oh, God. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Wait. <laughs> Width or depth? <laughs> Come on. Come on. Uh, I want to hear Grubbin's last question. First, a uh, few little housekeeping notes. We have a new t-shirt at maxfunstore.com. Uh, uh, so you can go pick that up and and still get the blue MBMBAM adventure shirt. Um, got a uh, Twitter feed. It's MB. It's at MBMBAM. Follow that to find out uh, when the the show is is out. It's your we post there just as soon as it it goes live. Um, thank you to people who are tweeting about the show. Uh, Scratty Bones, Dan UNG, Alex Sphere. Hooligan D89, Riloita, uh, C. Kilgore, uh, Gaddy James, Jack Digi, Sinertia. A lot of people were uh, a little upset that Griffin was so mean about metal music. I apologize. I, um, some, some people really turned me on to some good stuff. Like uh, Really? Uh, yeah, like Hate Blood. Pretty good. De- um, Devil, Devil Puke. Devil Peak is really is great. And of course, uh Rose Zephyr. Lots of fun people are out there uh uh, uh talking about the show. Use MBMBAM hashtag to, to talk about it. Um and happy birthday, anniversary, and Thanksgiving to Lindsay from Davin. Yeah. Uh what? I want Yeah, cut that out. Yeah, cut that. What are you doing? I don't know. I wanna thank Genesis today for endorsing our program after I <laughs> I, in turn, endorsed their delicious and nutritious uh, immunity-boosting superfruit gummies available in your Walgreens. You get, guys, shh, you get 50 for 10.49. How's your health? It's pretty good. $200. Full disclosure. We'll on the Jumbotron. Full disclosure, we are getting a whole suite of Genesis Today products for that. <laughs> I said, they said, do you want this? And I said, for Christ's sake, yes, yes, I need to keep Travis alive. <laughs> he needs to live. Uh, uh, we have, uh, okay, real quick stuff. We uh, will not be doing a show next week. We're going to spend some time with our families, and we're all going to be traveling and Thanksgiving, and you don't really need us anyway. You should enjoy the love and bosom of your family. Get your shopping started. Um if you want to get a, a personal ad, like uh, David was kind enough to do for Lindsay, go to MaximumFun.org forward slash Jumbotron. While you're there, why not check out all of the great MaxFun programming. Stop podcasting yourself. Judge John Hodgman, Sonny Young America, Jordan, Jesse Go. So much good stuff. Um, two things. I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winners for the use of their song. It's a departure off the album Putting the Days to Bed. Uh, as as they, is their, their, their theme song. It's our theme song right at the beginning of the show, and it's so great, and by their albums. And thank you. Second thing, we have a location for our live show in Austin, Texas, and tickets are going to go on sale um, sometime this week, um, probably near the middle of the week. So keep an eye out. We'll announce it on Twitter 
Um, uh, so and it's not a huge venue, so it those is, tickets are going to go it fast. Is not. It's the Blue Theater, if you live in Austin, that's where it is. Uh, we'll probably go someplace after the show and get drinks. And uh, yeah, come on out, because it's going to be a real fun time. Um, but keep an eye on that, that. Where is that again, Griffin? Just so people can start uh, making plans. It's on East Austin, right off airport. <laughs> Google map it. What day? Google map it, you lazy fucks. What day are we planning on doing uh, it? Sunday, December the 11th is the day of the show. We're going to put tickets on sale. Uh, we have to do the. We'll simultaneously put the link up on Twitter and our Facebook. So yeah. And on the, but the Maximum Flight. It is, a, it is not a big venue. No. So. Uh, uh, you want to act fast yeah, get, to get those tickets get on board. And uh, God, I'm so fucking excited! I can't wait to see everyone. Uh, yeah, that's all. That's all on my end. Oh, it's also November. I uh, we we would appreciate your November donations. You can just go to us.movember.com and search for either Justin or I. Uh, we're both participating. I'm growing a mustache. Mine looks pretty fucking dope. Yeah, except for the part where you look like you are. Uh, are you about to talk bands. smack about my mustache? Because I still have, my must- I haven't seen yours. Well, I'm saving it up. <laughs> In a jar. We, In a jar. Can we keep our mustaches until the live show? And then no, I will we shave, cannot. I will shave to a mustache for the I live show. I will keep my mustache for the live show. Justin, need a firm commitment. I will be divorced. I will be a single man living <laughs> with a mustache. If I keep it one moment longer than 1201 December 1st. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to the show. As always, we do this for you to entertain you and make you happy. And we really love it that so many of you tune in. Um, and, and so thank you very much. And thanks to Dan. Did we mention Dan Savage last week? For for I don't remember, for, but let's uh, thank him again. Yeah, thanks for for mentioning our show, giving it the plug on your on your podcast post um, on your site. Uh, you can track down Dan Savage, but let's be honest, you probably already know who he is. And uh, thanks again to our friend Brentlefloss. Oh, uh, yeah, you thanks, can Brent. see his videos and his webcomic uh, at brentlefloss.com. Make sure you check all that stuff out. Okay, Griffin, I'm ready. This, Hit me. This final Yahoo is sent in by Alethea Eckhart. Thank you, Alethea. It's by Yahoo Answers user. Ah, oh, fuck. JKFNBM, who asks, what would be a good tattoo inspired by the book The Time Traveler's Wife? Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. It's been my brother, my brother, and me. It's your dad. Square on the lips. Keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. Hey, keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. Man, these girls are smart. Three stacks. These girls are smart. Play your part. <laughs> <laughs>